thought you knew, but you have no idea. It's the Urban Sports Scene. You are listening to the Urban Sports Scene with Vole, Ray Jeezy, Will T, part of Sports Journey. Make sure you check us out at sportsjourney.com. You'll find all kinds of sports content, especially for our DMV sports team. Let me uh patch in the fellas. All right, fellas, you on? Fellas, you on? Yeah, we here. Yep. All right, cool. What's going on, y'all? <laughs> I didn't even hear you start, brother. I know, right? I couldn't hear me start. Now I can hear myself. Can y'all hear me? I'm good, man. Oh, it's good, man. Just finished yep, watching this Hoyas. perfectly fine. Oh, perfect. I was just watching this Hoyas game, man. Trash. Straight trash. I wouldn't call them trash. Let's not call it. It's too early for us to get too. I know we're all emotionally invested in Georgetown basketball, but it's a little bit too early. Essentially, you know, with everything going on regarding COVID nineteen, let's give it some time, man. Give it some time. They play Navy, Will. Navy, dog. Navy. I understand that. <laughs> they Navy almost lost the UNBC too, bro. For real, like they could have lost the UNBC. Like those are two. Like I get it. <laughs> I get it, and I understand. I, I understand the frustration, and you know, it's Georgetown basketball. Mm-hmm. You know, we. Georgetown basketball is an institution in the D.C. area mm-hmm. and, and around the country. But let's give it some time, man. It's only two games. Let's give them until Christmas. Ray, what are you thinking, man? I'm thinking that a middle initial carries a lot of weight. It really does. Mm-hmm. Like Stephen A. Smith, Michael B. Jordan. Will T. Shorter. <laughs> you just heard that man. Not my whole but... government on the I know. <laughs> I apologize. Uh, hey, 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 listen, listen, Will. Um, football garbage time put it everywhere. Now, we just on the air. They, they, they did the real talk. So, you, you, go, go complain to Hakum. Uh But the, the reason why I mentioned it is because you thought that Mike Tyson event was going to be trash. Will, you encourage people not to watch it, but it turned out to be a great event. <laughs> Oh man, you, will you ain't see it at all? Will you watch any of it? No, I haven't. I, oh. I didn't watch any of it. I have no intentions of watching any of it. All right, man, we're gonna talk so about it, may, it too, though, may, man. Though it may be an event, though it may be an event, it's not something I'm interested in, and, did, and that doesn't mean just because it's an event, it 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 means it's a compelling, um, co- compelling and competitive, uh, ma- boxing match. Yeah. Real team. Now you got Antonio Tarver. And Evander Holyfield calling out Tyson. It, it, it worked. <laughs> it's unfortunate, right? <laughs> uh, look, I, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it does. Um, it's reported that Mike Tyson received. Well, I, it's on the line. It's on the lineup for later, so mm-hmm. I, I won't okay. go into it. Yeah, but uh, subscribe to our podcast on Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes, and Google Play. Just search the Urban Sports Scene. Also, tweet us at Urban Sports Scene and hit us up on our Urban Sports Scene Facebook page. Also, join our Urban Sports Scene Facebook group. Search Urban Sports Scene, sports bloggers, sports podcasters, and sports debates. Will T. Let's get to our tradition of pregame. Here's what we have on tap. We'll talk about the Washington football team defeating the Dallas Cowboys in their upcoming game against the Pittsburgh Steelers. At 8.20, we'll make our week 13 NFL picks on air, finally. At 8.30, 
Uh, we'll discuss the Mike Tyson and Roy Jones Jr. boxing event over the weekend. Finally, excuse me, finally, we'll have Bite Now Boxing's Reginald Woodson on the show to chat about Saturday's welterweight showdown between Danny Garcia and Earl Spence. Uh, but first, on, on Thanksgiving Day, the Washington football team crushed the Dallas Cowboys 41-16. Uh, thoughts on that game? I'm going to start with Will T. Um, thoughts on the game. One, Washington, the Washington football team has a star on the offensive side of the ball, and that star I'm referring to is not uh, Terry McLaurin. It is um, Antonio Gibson. Mm. Antonio Gibson is starting to emerge. He's coming into that space where I think um, he will we'll start to talk about him as one of the top ten backs wow. next year, mm. at least. Um, no, I'm, I'm serious. Look, you see the way that that kid ran, um, the way that he, you know, used his block and cut and his vision. It, you, you, I saw a, a lot of progression from when he started in week one yeah. up until week 12. So I think Washington definitely has a, another star on, a star on their hands on the offensive side of the ball to go with Terry McLaurin. That's one. Um, two, um, I don't think I said it. I mentioned this on air with you guys, mm-hmm. but I think I was just talking casually with one of my friends. No, I I, I saw whoever won this game mm-hmm. would probably win the division. Okay. And I'm not going to go back on that. Uh, so, you know, I think mm-hmm. Washington football team, Wally, I know you don't want to hear this, but oh, you know, God. I think you could be talking about a NFC East oh, that means division title. That's, that's what it's uh, – Seven for the six and ten or seven and nineteen. Oh, it's just trifling. In the next coming weeks. Oh, uh, I know it's, it's hard to say, man. Look, it's hard to say, man. It's hard to say. Um, and three. Um, where's Ryan Kerrigan? Well, he was there. Has anyone seen Ryan Kerrigan? He got lately? snaps. He got snaps. Uh, uh, he didn't have a sack. But he had snaps. Uh, he has. I mean, he's had four and a half sacks this year so far. Uh, about four sacks. I could be wrong. I think four sacks this year. Um. I actually know it's funny. I thought he played a little bit too much down the stretch. I thought Montez Sweat should have got some of his um snaps because for like a series he had he was on the field. I want to say for four to five consecutive plays, and I was like, is my, and now I asked the question on Twitter was like Montez Sweat injured, and then not too long maybe a player two from there he Montez Sweat came back in the game. I mean, to, to me, he has a role, right? Ryan Karen, he has a role. He's not supposed to be starting. You got those are young dogs at that position, um, guys that we have seen throughout this throughout this season that have made plays that and they're and they're very young. You got Chase Young, a, a rookie, and Sweat, a, a second year player. So um, it's just time for a new generation. But Ray Jesus, what you think about the game? I get it. So go ahead, Wilson. My bad. Go ahead. No, 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 no. My my apologies. I don't want to be rude. Go ahead, Ray. Well, first, watching the football in Dallas is low-key still a rivalry, bro. Did, did you see the response from the fans after that goal during the game and after that game? Like, Wally, I know you was in your house jumping up and down. Nah, it's fa- you played cool nah one, false. that's a false but statement. That's a false statement. Go ahead. Nah, it's a false statement again. It's a false statement. But go ahead. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you. The, I'm gonna give you the real. I'm, but I'm, I'm, I'm just. I'm just messing. <laughs> no, no, no. You kept it real on Twitter. You said I'm glad they blew out a bad team. That's another basically test they passed for you as a mm-hmm. fan. But you still weren't pretty high on it. You said now they got to play well against a good team like yeah. Pittsburgh, and it's a yeah. test for that coming out. But I will say this: you asked the question on both shows. 
who has the momentum coming into this Thanksgiving game? And what did I tell you guys? Said I said, the, Washington football yeah. team has momentum. Why? Mm-hmm. Because they knew this Dallas team was the same team they just blew out a week earlier. They knew the same offensive line, and they played like it, and they put on a more dominating performance on the road in front of fans, and that was impressive to me. Antonio Gibson, you already mentioned it, establishing himself as a premier back. I won't go that far necessarily, but yeah. <laughs> I'm just kind of repeating what Will T said. However, the run game is a, is, is essential to your success, and I hope they stick with it. I hope Scott Turner continues to evolve as a play caller, and that will help you as you win this division and, and, and host a home playoff game. Yeah, it goes back to, for me, it goes back to, uh, like, all right, for the run game, it's like, can you do this? against teams not named the Dallas Cowboys and the Cincinnati Bengals because you only you've only done this I mean Gibson's only had a good he's only played well against the Dallas I mean not to say played well but he's only had over 100 yards against the Dallas Cowboys you can't play this team you know all year round you oh he's looked spectacular against this team <laughs> this team period for real let's be let's, I mean it is what it is so I don't oh, want yeah, fo- I folks come out here on the box out the box and say yo, yo he's a star and I'm like well, we've seen like when we talk about dudes like get like star running backs, they played well against you know average defenses or maybe really good defenses. I'm not gonna say they played lights out, but against good defenses, they you know you see them impose their will. He's learning. I agree. I think he's getting better. Like Will said, I think Gibson is getting better as a running back, but it's hard to really digest. It's right. It's hard to dissect if if he's at that level because he's only had two spectacular games against the Dallas Cowboys who's had one of the worst run defenses and then the, and the Bengals have one of the worst run defenses in the league. So there's only three games where predominantly you could say he had 100 yards because the Bengals he had, he was approaching 100 yards and he lost some yards. So you could say the Bengals game was a good game. Was it, well, the Bengals game was a good game for him and the Dallas Cowboys game games were were great games for him. But he he didn't come up against he didn't come up big against the Giants. He didn't come up big against you know the Eagles. They play early season again. He's but again I, to Will to Will Will's point. He has gotten better. And to the the aspect of you know the the game itself. Like I'm glad that this team they did what you do. If you feel like you're a good team, you do what you're supposed to do to a bad team. And you mentioned it, Ray, when I mentioned on Twitter. Like I'm gonna use this analogy. I know it, it is. This is when we we all we all we all have fun on this show. But it's like. You don't. This, you be the team like you. You know what I'm saying. You be the team bad. You treat this team like a hoe. It is. You treat them Cowboys like a, like they a hoe. They they, they ain't a good Ooh. team. They ain't a bad. They ain't wow. a good team. They're a sorry team. Ooh. And you treat like you don't treat a hoe. You don't treat. You don't marry a hoe. You don't wife a hoe. Nah. What you do is like you treat them wow. like they are. So Jeez. the Cowboys in this situation, they're a horrible team. And you don't have. A, you don't let a horrible team you stay in the game. Talk about me with my language. I'm just saying you don't let a horrible. You talk about go, me with my language. Go ahead. Jeez. I'm just saying like you don't treat a horrible team and make them and let them like be competitive. And let them be competitive or let them stay in the game. Like you beating the Bengals, staying in the, for the Bengals to beat you that long, that's a, that's a bad – to me, that's a bad win. That's not a great win. The Cowboys game, when they won 20 and not – like 20 – was it 20 and not? I don't know what it was. The Cowboys game, beginning of the season, like they stay in the game too long. Like this game, you dominated this game. You know what I mean? You pretty much dominated this game. That, now, if you want to tell me that now that Washington can be a good team, can you compete it, then we can talk now in terms of saying, all right, maybe they're turning the corner. This is that that this is the game you can use, but other games during before this before this game you couldn't tell that to me. You know what I just learned? What's I up? learned that Wally <laughs> Wale, excuse me, for women that are that he perceives as loose, Ooh. he has no respect and no love for them. But me, 
I'm a lover. I'm a lover. I'm a cuddler. This you know, is what we so doing. I, the way that that Wole would treat treat uh, women that he would classify as loose and me two totally different ways. What? But anyway, let's huh? get back to sports. Which, <laughs> I hate you, bro. <laughs> Okay, where, where are we going with this? <laughs> yeah, we back to sports, though. We back to sports, though. We back to sports, though. We back to sports. No, we back, I, I just said back to sports. No, but, but he, um, he, it, he did just really disrespect the whole entire Dallas Cowboys organization. Now he called them. He basically called them the H word, bro. So it's a bunch of H. Bro, that's what he just. That's I'm what he just saying when you that bad. I'm just saying when you that bad. You don't treat a bad team with love and affection. You treat them like you're supposed to treat them. You're supposed to treat them disrespectfully. Like, when you play a bad team, you treat uh, them dis- like when, all right. Bad when, analogy. Like, nah, nah. Like, when, no, no, be real. Be real. No, no, be real. So, if a woman is uh, this, you got to treat her this way. I'm going to treat you how you no, want. No, no. You know what I'm talking about. You, in a certain way, right? Don't do that to right, me. I'm not hearing it to you. No, not like this, that. Bro. Let me backtrack. Let me backtrack. Can you get real PC? Let me backtrack real quick. Real quick. I'm not saying you treat them like, treat them like, Put your hands on them like that. All I'm saying is you treat them disrespectfully in this situation. Like when they, as the Cowboys, you treat them disrespectfully. You do not treat them like they're a good team. You beat them like they like you stole like you 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 beat them bad. Cause I don't want to like mess. I don't want to say something incorrectly. You beat them bad, and they did what they had to. They do they supposed listen, to do. I'm, Look, I, I know what you're trying to say. Thank you. I'm like a dominant when, team. You know, yeah. a good team. When era, a good team comes and comes into. The opposition's home. They keep their muddy shoes on, and they do a Rick James. They jump on their couch. <laughs> Thank you, bro. They say, F, F your couch. F, F your o- couch. Yeah, that's what you do. Hey, then and they it- continue to, you know, stomp their feet on their couch, which Washington did. Yeah. I'm saying, like, it, the Arizona Cardinals did to, the Arizona Cardinals did, did it to Washington when they went to Arizona. Like, that's what you do. Cleveland Browns did it to Washington. Like, that's what you do. When you play a bad team, you treat them like a bad team. That's all I'm saying. You, hey, I'm sorry. Let me use it this way. When you play a 16 seed, you play them like they're a 16 seed. You, that's how you treat them. Ray, when we, still, when we watch March Madness, we'd be like, hey, you ain't blow that squad out? Oh, you're going to have a bad tournament. Yeah. I hear you, brother. <laughs> I, appreciate, I appreciate you kind of walking it back a bit. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying, bro. I'm trying. I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Urban Sports League Party Sports don't Journey. Don't favor. Go ahead. Com. We go into commercial break. <laughs> go ahead. I'm and we go to the Steelers game. <laughs> and also, um, go ahead, go ahead. when you edit this, Wale, please uh, strike my, my government name out of this. <laughs> I have future aspirations. All right, Thank dog. you very much. I got you, dog. Appreciate it. All right. Wow. 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 wow, wow. <laughs> You know I'm not really editing like you know I, you know I ain't gonna edit it like that though you know I'm not editing for real I don't edit this show I don't edit this show I know you not man you know I don't edit this show I know you don't <laughs> hey because hey because the Baltimore Ravens have have a spread of COVID nineteen in the organization uh, the the league moved their Thanksgiving game with the Pittsburgh Steelers to tomorrow uh, Washington is supposed to play the Steelers Sunday but that game will probably be pushed back uh, how does this this affect the Washington football team? I'll start it with a pushback already. It's been pushed back a day. Who was the Washington football game? Has that game yeah, been official? Pushed back on Monday. Monday. Yeah, so it's officially Monday, it's official. Monday so it's official. Yeah. Yep. All right, tough. That's what's up. Yep. Okay. Well, all right, how's that affect um, the team? Well, uh, it gives them one more day to prepare. Mm-hmm. You know, to you know, hopefully they 
you know, the players use this opportunity to, um, if they had any nagging injuries to get treatment, um, gives the coaching staff a little bit more time to review film, review film, excuse me. Um, and also, I don't know, it, it puts, I would think Washington at a disadvantage. No, I, An I would say, I think it puts Pittsburgh at a disadvantage mm-hmm. because Pittsburgh's playing tomorrow at Wednesday. Um, so they won't have that, you know, week that, you know, that week, um, to usually to rest and prepare for the upcoming opponent. So I, I would imagine that, um, from a preparation and practice perspective, I think things will probably be a little bit more crammed mm. into, you know, in Pittsburgh as they prepare for the game on Monday evening against Washington. So, Ray, you think they got a legitimate chance of beating the Steelers? Yes, I do, because the team that you just thrashed on Thanksgiving, they nearly had the Steelers mm. when they played them in Dallas. And honestly, it was a questionable rough in the passer call late in that game that sort of turn the momentum mm. to get Pittsburgh that that win, just just from my observation. So I believe that you definitely have a great chance. You're going with a good game plan. Defensively, you put pressure on Big Ben, who is slower than me at this point. He's slower than you, Ole, <laughs> with your bad knees. I, I'm telling you, I feel like I could catch Big Ben and I could sack him. I know he's strong, but I feel as though you, you get pressure in his face, you get hands up like, like Montez Sweat and mm. Chase Young have been doing. You have an excellent chance to win. You keep running the football. You control the clock. You got a good coach and, and Coach Rivera who is starting to now put his stamp on his team, thank God. And, and we're seeing that culture change really starting to take effect because you won back-to-back games and you won a, a nationally televised game mm-hmm. on Thanksgiving. You're ready for the moment against Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh may not even be undefeated coming into the game, but if they are, that would make it even more special if you upset them. Mm. Will T, then they got a legit, ch- a look, a legit chance? Uh, yeah, I think, I, I think they have a better than normal chance of knocking off Pittsburgh, um, especially if they rely on, you know, I'm not going to say rely if, um, Antonio Gibson is able to get that running game going, you know, um, Alex Smith isn't going to really put you in a bad predicament from a perspective of throwing a lot of interceptions mm-hmm. or throwing a lot of risky passes. And one thing that's very interesting, even though Pittsburgh's the offensive line is very good. Um, Washington, that front four versus their front five, especially how big and uh, physical uh, Washington's front four is and the ability to, to rotate players out along that front four mm-hmm. on the defense is going to be a very interesting matchup. Definitely. All right. We'll make our Week 13 NFL picks after the break. You're listening to Urban Sports Saying. For ages. You dig? Deuces. All right, bet. Listening to the urban sports scene with Wole, Will T, 
Ray Jeezy, part of Sports Journey, uh, SportsJourney.com. All right, so here we go. Make sure you check out the Football Garbage Time podcast at www.footballgarbagetime.com. We, we're part of the, the Urban Sports and Football Garbage Time Challenge. Uh, here are our records through week 12. Will T is, I think Will T is 113 and 62. I'm 108 and 67. And Ray is 102 and 73. Uh, here's where we are in the standings. Will T is in third place. I'm in fourth place. And Ray is in eighth place. Hakun Wong from the Football Garbage Sound crew is in first place. Uh, you can also check out our standings um, at www.footballgarbagetime.com. Standings and picks. You can check, check, check our picks and standings out. Over there, uh, week on to our week thirteen games. Uh, who wants to? Hey, Will, are you giving your picks out for this segment? I really didn't want to, yeah, look, but I'll just look. I want I want to stick to your I'm routine, not dog. To use those, I, I want to stick to your routine. I'm not dog. liable to use those. Okay. What? Oh, I was gonna stick to your routine if you was going to use them or not. I mean, I mean, I, I, mean, I really don't want. I really don't want to just for competitive purpose. <laughs> All right, Ray, you want to do the picks on that? Will just sit it out. Uh, I don't care, man. All, <laughs> All that right. for a third Look. place team is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> Just make hey, your pick. Eighth place? Hey, that's yeah, fine. I, I finished in second last year. You know, we have up and down years. I, I'll get a good draft pick, Will. I don't care. <laughs> I mean, I, look, I'll, I'll, I'll say something. I'm not just going to. All know. right, cool. You know what? We'll, we'll all do it. I'm going to start with Ray. Cowboys, Ravens. Yes, because Ray is the last place amongst us. <laughs> what the? He should go first. What is going on, dude? See, because because of co- because of COVID, I'm gonna go with the Cowboys. The COVID Cowboys that beat the Ravens. Oh man, that, that's what's beating the Ra- that's what's beating the Ravens right now. COVID, <laughs> my goodness. Oh, you know, I got them beating Pittsburgh tomorrow. Though. Wow. I'll take I'll take the Cowboys and upset. Bet we'll see. If it doesn't doesn't really matter. Um, aren't you behind me? Okay, my bad, bro. Oh, you know what? I'm going to honor your swag right now, dog. I'm going to go with the, the you, Ravens. I appreciate that. I'm going to go with the Ravens, bro. I'm going with the Ravens also. <laughs> All right. Saints-Falcons. I'll start it off because I don't want to start no drama. I'm going to start it off. Uh, I'm going to go with the Falcons in this game. Whoever wants to go, go. <laughs> I say the Saints. I say the Saints. They're too inconsistent for me. I'm going with the Saints also. All right, uh, Lions and Bears. Uh, I'll start with Will. We'll start with you. I'm going to go with the Lions. I think that the uh, new coaching, you know, new GM, uh, new coaching, they got something to play for. Everyone has something to play for. They're auditioning. So I'm going with the Lions. Is Trubisky like the starter again, or is he? that was just a one-time thing? I believe Trubisky's going to be the starter again. All right. Uh, I'm going with the Lions. Ray? I'll take the Bears. All right. Browns versus the, the Titans. Let me start it. I'll go with the Titans. Uh, Ray? Repeat it for me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, Browns, Titans. Oh, yeah. Derrick Henry looking real these days. I'll take the Browns. <laughs> what? Whoa. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> The game of the week. I'm going with the Browns. Oh wow! Okay, Bengals. B- ain't Bang- gonna keep that thing. Ba- I know, right? Bengals the whole You ain't lying. Bengals the <laughs> <dog. laughs> Hey, I'm gonna go with the Dolphins. Hey, Will T. <laughs> I'm going with the Dolphins. Right. 
Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll take MIA as well. All right, Jaguars, Vikings. I'm going to go with the uh, Vikings. Uh, Ray? Uh, I'll take the Vikings. Will T? I'm making a sweep. Going with the Vikings. All right, Raiders, Jets. I'm going to go with the well, Ra- Raiders. Everybody going with the Raiders? Let me speed this. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay. Yes. Washington Steelers. Everybody going with the Steelers? Right. I'll, um, take, I'll take Washington. All right, Ray's got okay. Ray has Washington. I have the Steelers. You know what? This what this game is in DC. No, it's in Pittsburgh. Oh, it's in Pittsburgh. Oh, God. give me the Steelers. All right, Colts versus Texans. Uh, I'm going to go. Ooh, this is a tough. One. I'm going with the Colts. Uh, Will. I'm gonna go with the Colts also. Ray. Yeah, I go to Colts. I go to Colts. All right, Rams, Cardinals. I am no Will Fuller. I know, right? Ram, <laughs> PD, PD. Um, Rams, Cardinals. Yeah, I'm going to Rams. Uh, Ray. Me too. Rams. Will. I'm going with the Cardinals. Cardinals. All right, Giants, Seahawks. Cardinals. Uh, Gi- I got you. Giants, Seahawks. Everybody going to Seahawks. Seahawks. Yep. All right. Seahawks. Eagles, Packers. Everybody going with the Packers. I'm going with the Packers. Not only am I going with the Packers, after the Packers win this game, I think Howie Roseman gets fired. Mm. And is is Wentz the quarterback? After this game, no. Okay. Ray, you said the Packers too? Yeah, I'll say the Packers. Okay. I ain't nobody. NFC East, I picked the Cowboys. I might change that. I might pull a Will T. You picked the, you pick Washington too? Hey, Bill just do it, man. You Oh yeah, yeah, you're right. Uh, but I'll take I'll, I'll I'll take the Packers though. Okay. Absolutely. Patriots, Chargers. Uh, I'm going with the Patriots. Who? Ray. Ah man, this is hard. It this is one of the harder ones to take. I, I, I'll go ahead. I'll go ahead and take the Patriots too. That would better get Belichick. <laughs> Will T. Um, this game in L. A. or L. A. It's L. A. Oh, give me the Chargers. Okay. Broncos, Chiefs. Everybody has a Chiefs. Yep, absolutely. All right, Chiefs, Bills, Niners. All right, I guess I'll put that out. Uh, I got the Bills. Uh, Will going with the best play caller in the NFL. Give me the Niners. Okay, I took the Niners as well. All right, all right. On to the next segment. The Legends Only League had Mike Tyson versus Roy Jones Jr. Saturday night. We'll talk about the we'll talk about the big event after the break. To listen to the Urban Sports thing. Get it. I got, I got, I got, I got loyalty, got royalty inside my DNA. Quarter piece, got war and peace inside my DNA. I got power, poison, pain, and joy inside my DNA. I got hustle, though, ambition, flow inside my DNA. I was born like this, it's born like this. Immaculate conception, I transform like this, perform like this. What shall you a new weapon? I don't contemplate, I meditate, then off your off your head. This that puts the kids to bed. This that I got, I got, I got, I got realness. I just kill sh- cousins in my DNA. You're listening to the Urban Sports Scene with Will T, Ray Jeezy, Wole, now part of Sports Journey. Make sure you check us out at sportsjourney.com. All right, the Legends Only League debuted on Saturday night. The card featured a matchup between Iron Mike Tyson and Roy Jones Jr. First up, first up, Ray, Ray, you want me to start off with who? I mean, that's why. Hey, Will T, I guess I messed up. Will T? 
<laughs> yes. I guess I messed up. Look up. <laughs> hey, did you watch? I know you didn't watch the fight, so I'm not going to ask you. But about the like, why didn't you want to watch the fight? Let's go into that or the event. How come you didn't want to um, watch the event? So no, I, I have a couple. I have a couple thoughts on it. Okay. Um, one, I think, as you mentioned, it, it, it was an exhibition boxing match. And it, as you stated, it was an event, mm-hmm. right? It, yeah. it was something that crossed over into popular culture and yeah. made people um, want to tune in and watch the fight. So for that part of it, for it to generate a, a buzz or interest amongst, you know, pop and pop culture, mm-hmm. I think that's good. <clears throat> So I'll, take, so I'll start there. Um, second thing is, um, I guess, and now I go to my, you know, why I didn't want to watch the fight. Um, <laughs> when it, no, I know. I, I mean, that that was a great part about it, yeah, right? Yeah. It was it, it was an event. It, it got people excited about boxing. You know, UFC's been back for a couple months. Um, they've had num- numerous pay-per-views, big pay-per-views. And people have been really excited about UFC. So for boxing to get back on the mat with a uh, a huge event, because I'm not going to call it an actual boxing match, mm-hmm. an exhibition, an event, but then boxing was huge. It, it's good. Um, so here's my concern about this type this type of fight. Um, and you guys kind of alluded to it earlier. You know, once you see one 50 year old fighter come out of retirement and look good. Now it starts to open up the floodgate for all the other guys who have since retired from the ring for, um, you know, because Father Time has caught up with them. You know, Ray, I think you, you mentioned that Lennox Lewis, um, Holyfield, Tarver, Holyfield, Holyfield, all those guys are now saying, oh, we want to come out of retirement and possibly fight Mike Tyson. Um, my chief concern is, these are guys that are older. They've taken a lot of big shots um, to to the body and to you know to the head area. From a neurological standpoint, you know who's to say if one of these guys you know get in the ring and get hit with a big shot, we don't have something that tragic happens, right? So I think from my from my perspective, for a state commission to give these guys a license to fight at the age of 50 and there aren't certain uh, precautions taken, I think is, uh, is malpractice to just to be honest with you, because there is something, uh, there's some injury or some travesty that's waiting to happen. Um, one of the things that I, I did see um, someone, cause someone sent me a, I Ooh. guess a video of a fight with oh. Nate Robertson. Oh my God, bro. <laughs> and Nate Robertson getting knocked out and put to sleep. There's no way a guy like Nate Robertson who hasn't trained, um, five, for, you know, for three to five years mm-hmm. should be able to get into a ring and get a lock and get a license to box mm. and a professional Although an exhibition fight in a professional fight, I'm sorry, it just it doesn't make sense to me. And for those reasons, I don't want to watch it because someone can get really, really hurt. I feel you with that, man. The safety plus angle, the quality of, and plus also I think the quality of boxing most likely is going to be trash. I mean, I, I mean, you didn't see the real Tyson in, in that fight with I mean with um, Roy anyway. He was like real. He was, he was very polite in that fight. Um, so. 
you you take it for what it is. Um, you get the nostalgic the nostalgic feeling for for a hot second, but after that, it kind of dies down because it wasn't like real Mike. I mean, that's real. I mean, not saying that you're gonna get real Mike at that age, but the mentality was totally different. And maybe because he had that much respect for Roy Roy Jones, or maybe he's just he's at a different place in his life. Um, but the Nate Robinson knockout because I saw it, I was watching the fight. Um, and that knockout was I mean in the in the total. Just it, just about just enjoying a fight. That knockdown was hilarious, and because you can see it coming in so many different levels, you know what I'm saying? Like when he got hit the first time, you were like, "Yo, maybe they should, they should stop this fight." Because that he got knocked off. He seems like he ain't gonna be ready, and his whole approach wasn't ready. And then the second one, the way he fell on that, ooh, the way he fell off that punch, bruh. <laughs> that joint was com. I mean, again, you're glad he's okay, so I can say this, but that joint was comical. Hilar- it was comical because you're glad he's okay. That's the first thing when you make sure that somebody's okay. But when he hit the ground and the way he was just placed on the ground so, and laid out that way, I was like, "Yo, Nate." Let, so, so here's my question I have for you know you and other people who you know who say him getting knocked out like that. Was mm-hmm. comical. What what was comical about that? It's after the fact. I'm saying that's after the fact. Like, because you're just thinking about one, because on automatically he's a basketball player. So you're thinking, like, yo, why is he in the ring anyway? Let's be real. Like, that's why he's in the ring anyway. I'm like, at first when I got there, I was like, so somebody told me, like, yeah, Nate, they're like, Nate, Nate fighting. I was like, Nate Robinson, he fighting? I thought it was only boxers. That's just one. So once, I mean, you see the you see the punch and you see him get drop drop like that. You're like, shoot. It was, and you knew to a certain extent because he wasn't unconscious. Like, say we watched um kel brook when kel brook got like knocked out we were like oh snap you know what i mean um not kel brook i'm sorry um shoot when tank, when tank yeah when tank knocked out when tank knocked yeah, out, uh, knocked out santa cruz. yeah santa cruz you were like you knew like all right yo that's something serious so i'm not saying that was that wasn't comical but the way nate went down because you kind of on, on the flip side knew that nate was probably it was okay he just got caught you were like yo it just caught you off guard, and, and who he got knocked out by? This is a YouTube, this is a social media dude. This ain't a real dude. Like it's in, it's just that the, the just, get, it's a social media. I, dude. I understand that, but he, yes, he, yes, he's a, a influencer or whatever yeah. he is on social media. I don't know, I don't know of him. Me either, and, and I can't say that I'm familiar <laughs> of him or his yeah. work. But one of the things you are failing to take into account is this dude has actually trained to box, right? This wasn't his first fight. Yeah. He's actually trained to box. He's been in there with a professional trainer for year, probably years, mm-hmm. right? So he has familiarity of how to conduct himself in a boxing ring, opposed to Nate Robinson, who was just, you know, taking up a challenge. That's why I say it, it's malpractice for, you know, the the California Boxing Commission to commission in that fight. You've got a guy who Nate Robinson who just pretty much took up the sport against the guy who had been tra- who had been previously training. We, you know, I don't know Nate Robinson's background when it comes when with regards to the to the sport, but from my understanding is um, the guy what's his name Jake Paul. Yeah, Jake Paul called out people was trash talking on oh my God, you dude, know social he's, media he's and Nate Robinson now. took up his challenge. Yeah, he's calling out people now. He yeah, wants to fight I, MMA. I mean, he wanted. He thinks he can fight. He thinks he can fight Floyd. I'm just saying, like, dude is a social media dude. Yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just, and you know, it, it, it's just malpractices. It, it, to me, it's nothing. Nothing about that's entertaining. And you know, I commend Nate Robinson for actually 
manning up and getting in the ring. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people have a lot of people will laugh at, you know, him getting knocked out, but there aren't that many people that would actually take up the challenge of going into a boxing ring. Oh no. Um, with millions with thousands or millions of people watching mm-hmm. and put their you know, put their health and put their life on the line. That's why I said to me is nothing funny about it. Mm. Right? Yeah, mm. scolding you, know, so. scolding you. I know, no, I'm still laughing. I'm not scolding no, anyway. I still think I'm it's, I'm a, just, look, dude, I still think it's funny. It's not. I mean, but I'm, 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 I'm always willing to listen to somebody's Will, point. Will T, <laughs> Will T is taking that that stance that many took. Like Rosie Perez, you know, she's a big fight yeah, fan, big, very right, active yeah. on Twitter. She yeah. said, "I really hope this guy Nate is okay." I thought it was funny that she didn't know who he was, but she said, "I don't. I, I hope he's okay." And you cannot step into a ring if you've never been in one before. And mm-hmm. she was genuinely concerned about him. As was Steph Curry. People laughed at Steph Curry's sweet, but he was like, come on, they'd be okay. Like, he was worried. Mm. So there there are a number of people that feel like Will T does. Like, this wasn't hilarious. This wasn't funny. Um, you should not box if you've never been in the ring. I don't care if you, how many street fights you've been in, you cannot mm. step in the boxing ring. But I'll say this. One thing that stood out to me, A, is, bruh, many young people never saw Mike Tyson fight. They heard about him. They may go on YouTube and watch classic fights. But they were excited. If you watch Twitter, yeah. I'm talking about um, the young millennials and even some of the teenagers that I saw were like, man, I, got, I get to see Tyson fight. I think it's dope. So for a guy his age to get in shape like that, and Roy Jones looked in pretty good shape for his age too, to get in there actually box, you thought so? I thought it was pretty cool. You thought Roy was in good shape? I was not a of this fight. You thought Roy was in good shape? Huh? You thought Roy was in good shape? Look, I saw pictures well, look, of Roy Jones. Age, come on, man. <laughs> Listen, come on, come on, come on, Ray. Come on, Ray. Will, for his age, come on, Ray. Hold on, look at, Ray. Look at Shaq. Look at Shaq. Hey, yo, I know you call look at Bri- Well, I can't, I can't use Brian Mitchell's that. Look at Eric Bieniemy on the sidelines. Look at Drew Staley. Guys, you you grew up watching athletes. They're, they're not in no condition to step back onto a playing field. He didn't look like he was in any condition to be in it. Ray, come okay. on, man. Oh, okay, Will, come on. let me ask you this. I'm being real, too. All let right. me ask you this. Uh, okay, yeah. All right. right now, do you feel like you're in better shape than Roy Jones? Right now? I'm not. Hell yeah. Oh, I don't think okay. I am. I mean, I don't, right, do I? I don't but, know. I don't, he's a boxer. I feel like boxing shape is totally different. I don't. He's in his fifties now. Come on now. I know he he's fifty, but you see, like, like Bernard Hopkins. I'm just saying Bernard Hopkins is in better shape than him, dog. It's like there's certain, like I don't know, man. Like, okay, that's, I'm looking at Roy. Great, okay. great point. Because it's a different. I look at Roy. It's like when you're a boxer. Depending if you want to get back, we're talking about getting it in the ring, right? If you're a boxer, you typically and he still fights, and Roy typically still fights. That's I guess that's what makes it even worse. He still fights, and I'm like you. Pretty much take decent, um, decent care of your body. I'm not saying like he got to be Roy of Roy when he was 20 or 30, but he looked like a 40 year old man in the ring. And typically, boxers don't look; they look better than what their age age is. You know what I'm saying? Especially if you're still fighting. Because look at Evander. Evander's in good shape. Like I mean, he's a, you don't want to see him fight Evander's again. Been back in the ring yeah. training. Yeah, you don't want to see him fight though. Been back in in the gym training. Yeah. Well, that that's kind of my point is. But Roy still fights though, right? He was in relatively good shape. Mike was in good shape. We can agree on that. Yeah. Mike looked in better yeah, than Mike looked in good. Mike looked like a man who had been training for a minimum of. Yeah, I agree. I know four months. Yeah. He looked like a man who'd been training for a minimum of four months. Roy Jones looked like a guy who'd been training for three weeks. That's the that's my problem. That's my thing. Is like, and Roy is more active than Mike in terms of still boxing. That's the thing. Like, 
that's what caught me off guard. I thought I you, will agree with you. Yeah. There, there are certain guys who can still get back in the ring and look like they're in amazing shape. Andre Ward comes to mind, mm-hmm. even though he's commentating now, he's still in amazing shape. Again, um, Bernard, that that's going to be the exception, man. I mean, yeah. that dude Is was it, different. I mean, yeah. Bernard fought much longer and was still actually competitive yeah. longer than most guys would. Like Ali, for example, he 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 just didn't look good in his career. I mean, mm-hmm. it happened. People fight beyond his time. So Bernard is, I mean, uh, just an uh, aberration if you, if you ask me. Mm. Um, but maybe I slipped up with the Roy comment. Can I finish what I was trying to <laughs> Go say? Ahead, uh, man, my man. Man. Point, Go ahead, man. And the, 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 the second point I was going to make, and everybody has already said this, is when you talk about an entertainment standpoint, Snoop Dogg, he did it for everybody. He yeah. did it. I mean, when he was like, oh, Lord. He killed that joint, dog. That's funny to me. He killed that joint. He was like, oh, Lord. He said, oh, Lord. I said, yeah, you know what? It was very entertaining to see some dog on the call. And then, you know, when he's commentating the the Roy Jones fight, it was funny, too, because he was speaking to their physical condition as well and calling him two uncles. I thought it was dope. Yeah, he's calling two uncles. I feel like overall the event was a success. And going in, I wasn't a supporter. I still am not necessarily a supporter. I won't, I won't be somebody who is out there. Um, even if you paid me, I still will not go out there to try to sell tickets or promote this event. Johnny Sig, I know if you're listening, brother, I'm sorry. I still can't rock with you. Who He's been expressing so much excitement on social he loves media. This. I know. Uh, it's, it's talking up a band of Holyfield next. I'm like, nah, I can't do it. But nah, yeah, we're talking pure entertainment from the aspect of young people getting to watch some boxes that they heard of. Um, and then also, number two, you had Snoop Dogg. I think it was the overall success. Now, think about this. When we were kids, you would hear about Dr. J and, um, and and Kareem, but we didn't see them growing up. But they played one-on-one on, like, pay-per-view or something. It was horrible. So, in a comparison, hey, I think it worked out. No, I, I think you know so. what, Ray. That that is definitely fair. But you know what, I also did when I heard about Dr. J, Wilt Chamberlain, World Be Free, and all those guys. I went and I watched I old it. tape of them, so I saw them at their prime, and not a shadow of what they were, of what they used to be athletically. And that's real talk. All right, well, you know what the young people now have the advantage <laughs> of? They have the internet and they have YouTube. You can find any clips of any sporting event. That's true. Online. And that's real talk, too. I'm watching clips. Tell them, Wale. Yeah. That, 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 yeah. that Earl of Pearl Spin move didn't look too shabby once you watched it. It was slow. <laughs> yeah, see, I know. Who you telling, bro? <laughs> Hey, Will Danny Garcia shocked the world Saturday night. Bite down boxes. Reginald Woodson will will answer this question after the break. Listen to the Urban Sports Scene. For ages. You dig? Deuces. Come on, man. And with the local DBC news, Evan Kujay with a triumphant comeback. More But tonight. Don't call it a comeback.
listening to the urban sports scene with Wole, Will T, and Ray Jeezy, part of SportsJourney.com. Right now we have, let me make sure I pass you, man. Right now we have Bite Down Boxing's Reginald Woodson on the line. Make sure you check out his Pay Me No Mind YouTube channel for sports and entertainment. What's going on, Wood? Hey man, great to uh, great to uh, get invited to the show and be back to chop it up with some boxing minds and some sports minds. No, for, I, no, we appreciate you. Would you you a Washington uh, football team fan? Were you happy with Thanksgiving? You know what, man? I I, I was gonna reach out to you, man, because I actually uh, I think that could be a statement win and performance for the whole the whole organization. I know, I know, right? And, and, and well, how, how were you able to be? How are you a, a Washington fan? You're not, are, you're not located in this area. So how? What is the history of you being a a Washington fan? I was a military brat oh. and uh, happened to be born at uh, Andrews Air Force right, Air man. Force Base okay. and uh, lived in Virginia for a while. And then um, just as a young kid, after we had moved away, you know, my dad's team is the Steelers, and I was rocking with the Steelers. And then I asked him why did he like the Steelers. He's from Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. So I was like, well, I was born in in uh, Washington, so I'm rocking with, you know, I'm going to get my own team. All right, bet. Okay. <laughs> I always want to hear. I always want to know about that story. That's what's up. All right, let's get to little, box. Huh? Go ahead. Go little, ahead. little did I know that that was much to the chagrin of my dad. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> who got heated that, that I, you know, I went away from his team and whatnot. Oh, man. I bet that. So yeah, well, you, you know, Boston playing the Steelers next, so we'll see how that goes. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> All right. So Saturday night, IBF and WBC, I mean, welterweight champ Earl Spence will take on Danny Garcia. Uh, do you see a scenario where Garcia could land the upset? Well, I couldn't hear you. I'm sorry, my bad. Can you hear me now? My bad. So Saturday, I'll say it again. Saturday night, IBF and still w- can't hear you. You still can't hear me. I can hear you now. Okay. Can you hear me now? Yes. All right. My bad. Saturday night, IBF and WBC welterweight champ Earl Spence will take on Danny Garcia. Do you see a scenario where Garcia could land the upset? Would. Can you hear me? Did you hear me now? Do y'all hear me? Yeah, I got you. I All got right, you. Cool. Uh, I didn't know who was up first. But, yeah, I think, uh, you know, I, I think it's very uh, it's very plausible. Um you know, Danny, this is like uh what? This is this is his third strike or third attempt, you know, to get this right, I believe. So, you know, he's gonna be motivated. Um, he came off of the win over Red Cash, kinda not performing the way that he wanted to, but you know, pretty much sweeping the, the fight. And I think it just all boils down to we really don't know what version of Spence shows up Saturday night, despite the fact that uh, going through some of these mid sessions and the, the media workouts and whatnot, he he appears to be close to what he was when we last saw. So, well, like, I think uh, Red Reggie brought up a a great point. Um, we haven't seen Errol Spence since his since last October, I believe, and then after I, what was his last fight? It was last October of last year, if I'm not mistaken. You right. Subsequently, after that after that fight, he got into a very bad car accident. So we don't know um, exactly how the effects of that accident may still linger on him physically. Um, that's one. And then two, Danny Garcia, I actually think from a style stylistic 
uh, perspective actually matches up very well with Errol Spence. Um, Danny Garcia has had problems in the past with guys who um, want to make the fight very rugged and rough on the inside, who come straight forward, uh, uh, guys who are traditional pressure fighters. Um, Errol Spence isn't a pressure fighter. Errol Spence is a guy uh. who is going to um, who tries to use angles and use um, and also use his his naturally bigger frame against guys at 147. Um, I think in a, in a matchup where you know, Angola, um, you always tease me about this in the past, where I call it the sweet science because you, <laughs> you have to use your angles um, when you're boxing. I think this is a fight that actually uh, bodes well potentially for that for Danny Garcia. I, I disagree, and I want to say first, COVID has been horrible for the country, for the world, uh, for that matter. But for Errol Spence, COVID is one of the best things that could have happened because it gave him more time to recover from the car accident. So I don't anticipate seeing any lingering effects of the car accident. Although ring rust could be an issue for both guys because neither one is fought in a while. And I hear what you're saying. I do agree in terms of Errol taking angles, but Errol is one of the most fierce body punchers in boxing. And Danny Garcia does not always come to fights in the best shape. So he better be in shape or he's going to get broke down. That's a very fair point, um, Ray. But, <laughs> um, no, 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 no. Errol Spence is a tremendous body puncher, but in order to land those body punches, he has to get in range. And when he's in range, Danny Garcia will have the opportunity to land that signature left hook. So if Errol Spence isn't careful when he's going to the body and he keeps it and he raises and he raises his chin and doesn't keep keep his chin tough. Like you said, you know, like I said, um, I don't know the lingering effects mm-hmm. of you know the of the car accident, but and I don't know if that will affect how you know um, his mechanics in the ring. But I do know if Errol if Errol Spence keeps that chin. Up when he's when he you know on the inside going to the body with Danny Garcia, um, Danny Garcia will have an opportunity to land that left hook. Who is the better ring general? I'm gonna ask you guys. Is Spence obviously when you watch Garcia fight, like you say, pressure fighters kind of like Sean Porter, he doesn't do well with. But when he fought Lamont Peterson, Lamont Peterson wasn't pressuring him, and he became impatient. He began to swing wildly, and Lamont started plucking him off. Lamont probably won the last four rounds. Again, he's going to be disciplined, which I don't know if he has it, and he's going to be in shape. I'm going to say it again. I, I just feel like Spence is just too good. I, I don't think it's really a conversation, although I'm not trying to disrespect Danny. I just think that highly of Earl Spence. Anything can happen on any given day. So I'm not sitting here trying to act like I'm making a bold prediction or I'm making you know, a, a factual statement and saying that Earl Spence is going to dominate him. I'm just feeling like Earl Spence is just the, the more skilled fighter in every facet. Yeah, he... Power, mm-hmm. ring generalship. Yeah, go ahead, Will. I'm sorry. I was going to say, yeah, that, that's the that's the key thing and why Errol Spence kind of has the division locked up, you know, along with, mm-hmm. you know, we, we don't... I don't want to discredit uh, Bud at all, but the reason why we have him where he is is because he's the most well-rounded and then the biggest. Uh, maybe not the biggest puncher that some of us may have thought he was two years ago and whatnot. But um, I think the thing that troubles Danny more so is guys that get him 
to try. Well, he's not even going to try to do it. But the guys that can get into a third gear and use their legs a lot are guys that trouble him because he can't find them. But I think he's going to be able to find Spence because Spence's best attack is going to bring him to where Danny wants him. And it just, it'll come down to who can hit who first. That's because I'm that, that pressure, that pressure from Sean Porter, you know, it's a, it's, it's a, it's a flurry and mm-hmm. it's a buzz saw and all of that. But Spence is more controlled and, you know, more disciplined combinations and whatnot in that body work. Mm hmm. Yeah, it's a different. It's a definitely Sean Porter is a different animal, and I, I guess I want to dive into that more. So, what do you think? What do you think Garcia's overall strategy will be, though? Will it to, will it be to try to outbox Spence? Uh, you know, I think he's gonna try to get a sense right away of you know where Spence is. I mean, like I said, he's I, I've been really uh, surprised at how, how well. Spence has looked. I really haven't seen any sparring. I haven't seen any reports of any sparring. I don't know who he's working with or anything, but it seems like the team is very satisfied with how he's looking. And I like, I like what I'm hearing from him, despite the fact that some people, you know, are mentioning that he, his speech is a little different and whatnot. Uh, and, and that's the thing. We, we really don't know what any lingering effects are of, of, of whatever head trauma occurred. He did come out and release that uh, that picture, and uh, of him like the day after or whatever the accident. But I think he'll, um, you know, Danny can box, and like I said, he's not. Uh, this isn't a, you know, Spence isn't a speed demon that he has to catch up to like Amir Khan. Uh, he's not, you know, he's not going to be move, using his feet like uh, Peterson did. This is really a tailor-made matchup for both of these guys. Mm. That's a, that's a good point. Cause I, I, so you said you said that you heard that Spence's speech is a little bit off. Is this something? Oh, uh, that's that's been the common complaint. Is that especially maybe a month, month and a half ago, it was a lot of individuals when he made that first appearance on the um, hell, that might have been before COVID really set in. But it was a, it was the first appearance that he it was the first appearance that he made on the PBC show. Mm. And a lot of people went to the internet, you know, right away with "is something wrong with this speech." Oh wow! Well, that, then that, now that's 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 a little scary. <laughs> Going into this fight, um, yeah, I'm with you all. I think, I mean, I think that Danny Garcia is no slouch. Uh, I mean, I do. I mean, everybody knows how much I respect Spence. I think, and for me, you know, other than maybe Canelo, I think pound for pound, he's the, you know, he's he's up there. Um, but. Yeah, yeah, hearing that his speech is off, that kind of scares me going to this fight. Cause I, I mean, cause I, I gave Danny a puncher's chance because I think people sleep on Danny, uh, but he's very competitive in most of the fights he's in. Um, granted, you know he hasn't he hasn't had the big win, the one the win that he's he's looked for in terms of this era of welterweights. But he's definitely a guy that's capable capable of uh, doing some special things in his ring. But if Earl is healthy, I don't think anything. I don't think Danny has a chance to to mess with Earl, especially if Earl, you know, sticks to his game plan as usual, going to the body. I mean, Earl is one of the more. It's probably in my mind the most devastated, bo- devastating body puncher we have in this in this sport right now, of boxing. One thing, one thing that'll be interesting to see. Oh, oh my, my bad, Ray. Go ahead, Ray. No, no, go ahead. You good? One other thing. One thing that'll be interesting to see is what two or three weeks ago we saw how Terrence Bud Crawford dominated Kell Brooks, right? Yeah. Does 
uh, Errol Spence try to come out and make a statement to yeah. counter uh, Bud Crawford's performance against Kell Brook, meaning that he comes out and tries to go. When he sees the opportunity to go for the knockout, he gets very aggressive and puts his foot on the gas in the first uh, six rounds and goes for a knockout against Danny Garcia. Hey, That'll be interesting to see. Yeah, would I let you answer that question? I think that's a good point. What do you think? See, and that's the thing, man. I, I really feel handcuffed. <laughs> I really feel handcuffed with this fight because we can't even really talk our ish the way that we'd like to because we don't know what the hell Errol Spence really is right now. Mm. Um, but I, I, I'm with my man, though. I think uh, if he's if he's match fit and ready to go, you know, at a hundred, I'll be. I'll go back to where I, when they name this fight. I uh, back in uh, what was that? Last October or whatever, because mm-hmm. I. Whenever they named it, because I think they were aiming for last December or something, or or January or something. I think it was maybe January. I had zero interest in this fight at that oh, point in time. I remember because because <laughs> I thought the I thought the gap between the two was that wide. Mm-hmm. And then you know my man went out, you know, enjoying himself a little bit too much, <laughs> and flicked up his Ferrari or whatever. And you know now we're here, and it's 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 not as um. Uh, you know, it's not as clear a victory, in my opinion. At least not until I see these first two or three rounds, and yeah, and you know, see how Spence, everything is there. Like, like y'all said, ring rust is going to be a factor. We're seeing that with uh, we saw that with Bud to a degree. Mm-hmm. Uh, we saw that with um, with uh, my man with uh, Lomachenko. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We saw it with Danny Jacobs, who never got the ring rust off of off of him last week. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, hey Wood, you gonna buy the fight, bro? You go, you you paying for it? Uh, you know what? Leave <laughs> <laughs> this man alone. He ain't trying to see this. Joke. He ain't trying. You know, I'm, I'm a hater now. Hey, yeah. I've been I've been reading these uh these financial books, man. And I look at everything <laughs> as a. I, you, I look at every I look at everything as a value right now, man. I love it. And, man. Um, I love it. it hey. If I had to pay $75 for the doubleheader uh, Charlo Brothers card, and now you want me to pay $75 for Sebastian Fundora and Jorge Cota in the co-main event, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to find out who won the fight after some of y'all won it Saturday night. I love the realness, man. Hey, Wood, man, thanks for being on the show. Uh, let our listeners know what you have popping in terms of your content. Also, how can folks catch you on social media? Man, I'm anti-social media right now. I know, so man. I gotta, you got to get back on here. You got to promote your brand, bro. You need to get back on. Man, you going to make me come. Yeah, I'm, I'm over here arguing with somebody right now. Yeah, man. You're going to have to, man. That's what makes that, hey, that gets more. that gets more followers, dude. Keep arguing. That's what I do. Hey, but y'all can check me out at uh, Pay Me No Mind Sports and Entertainment on uh, on YouTube. That's where everything is. Talking about your TV series, your favorite TV series, some you might not like. Talking about all the music you would never think to listen to that I think is the dopest stuff going. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, you know, I do my Bite Down Boxing Talk over there. Also, please support me by checking me out at www.bitedownboxing.com where um, I, re- I write up most of the fights. You might be out with your lady. You get to the bathroom for a second, go to bite down boxing, and I'll let you know who won the fight, you know? I love it, man. Appreciate hey, you. I mean, you're not going to let people know in real time on Saturday, though, because you're going to have to let everybody know. After. 
Hey, uh, I am looking for uh, young people that want to write about the sport. And, you know, if I had a staff, I would have put one of them on this. But since I don't have no staff. <laughs> now, I mess around and give you I, I mess around and give you a creative uh, after the fact, you know, observation after I, I, I scrub the internet and whatnot. Look, bro, but. everybody do that too. Don't get it twisted. There's a lot of people who do that too. <laughs> a lot of folks. And you can tell. You like, yeah, you... I, I see. You got the same thing somebody else had, man. You, you ain't slick. Exactly. <laughs> well, let, let me let me ask this question to, to both of you guys. Uh, Wole and Ray, you guys going to uh, pay for the fight this afternoon? What you, what you mean pay? Stop I don't understand it. that you word. You pay? I don't understand pay. <laughs> What do you mean pay? You keep saying that. I don't understand what you mean by that. I'm going to see the fight. I'll say this. If I'm going to watch it, I'm going to watch it legitimately. I've decided never again to ever click on a Twitter link to go to a free fight. You know what I mean? Even though it's like the best thing ever. Um, um, Because, you know, of course it's free. Anything free, it it seems good. But you know what, though? The right thing to do is to support, you know, the culture, support That's what's up, man. professional That's sports, what support the movement that, you know, we try to, to every week that we're trying to inspire. So that's, that's re- my thing. But that's what's I, up, if man. I do watch it, I'm going to pay for it. That's yeah. what I'm talking about. That's real talk, man. That's some, that's an amazing, an amazing. But hey, Wood, I just want to say I still <laughs> watch the shot. I heard what you said about I still, I still watch it. I watched it. I watched it to the end until homegirl came home, bro. Sorry. <laughs> man, I ain't got nothing to say about the shot. <laughs> I told you, man. I best stop watching the shot once they kill, kill little homie, and they, and they, and they everybody start forgiving homie for killing that little dude in season one. I wasn't over that. Like, we gonna be on here another hour, I man. Know, I, I, I'm, I I'm not messing I, with the I, shot. I, don't, 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 don't get them started. Hey, 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 take it easy. All right, man. Take it easy, bro. <laughs> hey, y'all stay up and enjoy the action this weekend. All right, Peace. Man. Yeah, we, we will. Thanks, man. All right, man. Thank you. All right, man. All right, that's Wood, man. Check him out, man. Pay me no mind. Check check out his content. Great content. Hey, subscribe to our podcast on Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes, and Google Play. Just search the Urban Sports Scene. Also, tweet us at Urban Sports Scene and hit up on our Urban Sports Scene Facebook page. P- appreciate everybody for listening. Keep tuning in. Check us out on sportsjourney.com. Will Tini, Ray Gigi, anything to say before I close this thing out? No, yes. You can say no. It's okay. Um, you can I mean, have no, a fight party. Christmas is coming yeah, up. Yeah. Yep. Fight party. Uh, Christmas is coming up. So, yeah. Wole is not buying anything for the hoes. So, you know, <laughs> you need to get it how you live. Hey, hey man. You heard Will T just said. I ain't going to repeat it. You've been listening to the Urban Sports Sing. <laughs> For ages. You dig? Deuces. Hey, I man, because he was all big, homie. <laughs> <laughs>